Welcome to Lit, a podcast dedicated to changemakers who want to lead, inspire, or transform the world for the better. My name is Ravi Tour. I'm a straight shooter with a no BS approach. This podcast is meant to be thought-provoking, to get your attention, and mostly I want to encourage change and movement from folks just like you and me. I'll cover things like world issues, mindset, and theory. So stick around, tune in, and let your mind be the map to your revolution. Welcome to episode four of Lit. My name is Ravi Tour. I'm your host. If you're brand new to Lit, welcome aboard. Expect this to be one of the best rides you take. If you're a returning listener, I have to give you a shout out for sticking with the program. Clearly, you know your priorities. Today's episode is educational and is all about needs. So let's get to it. Okay, so far I've told you why I started Lit what lit means, and I've discussed the different changemaker archetypes out there. Then, last week, I got vulnerable so you could really understand how mindset impacts your choices and your life. Now, I want to focus on needs, specifically using Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Abraham Maslow was one of the most influential American psychotherapists of the 20th century. In 1943, Maslow published his legacy, The Theory of Human Motivation. This theory was based on common questions we all ask ourselves still to this day. Why am I here? What is my purpose? What truly satisfies me? How do I reach true happiness? Psychoanalysts and behaviorists all have different ways to answer these questions, but Maslow took it to a whole nother level. He created an extremely structured plan or pyramid to explain the path of human motivation, spelling out the exact steps humans need to follow as they move towards self-actualization, that is, fulfilling their personal potential. That plan was called the hierarchy of needs. In much of my work, whether it's my blog, my podcast, or working with my clients within The Verge or one-on-one, I often rely on the hierarchy of needs because this will tell me where a person's at and what the person needs to self-actualize. Additionally, I talk about self-actualization all the fucking time because I truly believe it's a real thing. We see it time and time again, presented in different ways, but those who are living a life of design, working and living their true passions, are highly successful and super happy at the same time, usually are the ones who have self-actualized. So let me break down the theory for you so you can do a bit of an assessment of your own. In the hierarchy of needs, Maslow splits the needs into two sections. The first four stages are characterized as deficiency needs, and the last four stages are characterized as growth needs. Let's talk about the deficiency needs first. These needs are at the base of the pyramid. The first stage is psychological needs. In this stage, you're mainly focused on ensuring you have air, food, water, sleep, warmth, and exercise. Basically, these are primal needs for humans to survive and function at their highest level. Think about it. If you're struggling to access food or water, you throw your body off chemically, and all of a sudden your main focus is on attaining food and water. By common logic, that means if your main focus is food, water, or any of the other basic needs, 
your other needs will remain inactive because your focus is simply on your primary or basic needs. Throw in time and repetition, you're in a psychological shitstorm. If you're always needing food or water, you're going to have a tendency to feel anxiety, fear, worry, anger, frustration, envy, guilt, depression, or loneliness. However, if your needs in this stage are met, you move on to stage two. The second stage is safety needs. In this stage, you're focused on security, stability, health, shelter, money, and employment. Here, you're mainly focused on predictability, order, justice, and consistency. If you don't find these needs satisfied, you're typically going to start feeling doubt and shame. Why doubt or shame? You're not autonomous, which means, simply put, you're not in control. When you bring on the wrath of doubt or shame, you'll start to notice yourself questioning everything you do, not asking for help, and trying to bury your head to disappear. You also open yourself to self-blame, anger, and addiction issues. But if these needs are met, you're moving on to stage three. The third stage is love and belonging needs. Here, your focus is acceptance, friendship, intimacy, and relationships. After the first two stages are satisfied, the third layer of human needs is social. In this stage, you're focused on emotionally-based relationships like friends, sexual intimacy, and having a supportive and communicative family. If this stage is not satisfied, you'll likely experience negative social emotions and have lower extroversion values. That means you avoid social gatherings, and you typically doubt social relationships or your ability to maintain healthy, emotionally-based relationships. This kicks up a huge psychological storm in how you feel about yourself, others, and how you view yourself in terms of being a lovable and deserving person. Now, if you're doing wonderfully at this stage, you're moving on to stage four. The fourth stage is self-esteem needs. For this stage, you'll focus on achievements, recognition, respect, and competence. This one, I don't really have to explain because let's face it, both you and I know we all have a need to be respected, to have self-esteem, self-respect, and to respect others. But this stage goes even further than that. Here, respect is earned through recognition derived from contribution, whether that's via a profession or a hobby. This gives us the sense of being accepted and valued. Here, we also develop self-value because we have grown our self-esteem, are recognized, and are contributing. If this stage isn't satisfied, you're most likely feeling inferior, manifesting itself as putting others' interests before yours, becoming distant, unfriendly, and uncooperative. Can you start to see the correlation between unmet needs and psychological impacts? Okay, if you've met the needs in stage four, you've passed the deficiency needs. You're no longer focused on the basic needs and you're poised to grow exponentially through the next four stages. Let's talk about the growth needs. Assuming you've conquered the first four stages, you'll be moving into stages five through eight. The fifth stage is cognitive needs. In this stage, you're all about knowing and understanding. Here, it's pretty self-explanatory. We're intelligent beings, always seeking knowledge, quenching our thirst for information. So, in this stage, you're focused on increasing your intelligence by learning, exploring, discovering, and creating a better understanding of the world around you. When this need is unmet, you'll likely experience confusion and identity crisis. Confusion manifests itself as a feeling of emptiness, exhaustion, emotional numbness, 
dissociation, and derealization, or a detachment from the outside world. Identity crisis manifests similarly, but more specifically, you're experiencing worthlessness, depression, loss of interest, irritability, fatigue, issues with concentration and creativity, low energy levels, and a lack of motivation. Additionally, you begin to question everything about your reality and self. Of course, if these needs are met, you're headed to stage six. In the sixth stage, you're addressing the aesthetic needs. That is, you're focused on order, beauty, and symmetry. Here, Maslow believed humans needed beauty or something new and aesthetically pleasing to keep them moving towards self-actualization. You need to be able to refresh yourself in the presence of beauty, usually found in form of environment. Do you ever notice yourself being re-energized when you're out in nature, maybe on a trail or by the water? You simply soak in all the world has to offer. This lifts your spirits, keeps you connected, grounded, and humbled. When you're not seeing the beauty around you, you have a very skewed view of the world. All of a sudden, things seem dark and gloomy, and there's a disconnect with feelings of joy or feeling re-energized because there's no beauty around you. So take that time to get into the wild outdoors so you can appreciate the beauty, but also meet stage six. Now, if this stage is met, you move on to stage seven. In the seventh stage, you're focused on self-actualization. This is my favorite one. Okay, here, you're right in the thick of what we're all instinctually striving for. You've taken advantage of your personal greatness, accessing your ultimate potential, using most of your abilities to strive to be the best you can possibly be in any area of interest. When you're self-actualizing, you're usually focused on the future and doing for the greater good of humanity. This is the part I have been talking about in the last three episodes. Self-actualization means you're not self-focused. Instead, you're using your greatest potential to solve problems, create change, or develop structures that would serve the world in a better way while letting your being access your greatness. It's the thing to strive for. When you're not meeting these needs, you often feel an emptiness, a longing to fulfill your purpose, and you're left asking, what's the point? Where's the meaning or what's my life path? All right, so at this point, if you've met all the stages, that is stage one through stage seven, you're in line to find yourself at stage eight, the final stage. Stage eight focuses on self-transcendence. By default, in this stage, you'll find yourself accepted as an influencer, someone who focuses their energies on society and the betterment of society. You've already self-actualized, done the big thing to create massive change while you use your massive potential. Therefore, the only thing left here, and I use only real fucking lightly, is to reap the benefits of being an influencer. Thinking about others and focusing on the greater good of humanity, but also developing your spirituality. Although self-transcendence can start to take place at any stage, you're going to find yourself hitting the big marks when you've met all the other needs. Although self-transcendence can start to take place at any stage, you're going to find yourself hitting the big marks when you've met all the other needs. This is because you're able to open yourself up to another level of being through spirituality. You're confirmed in your identity. You're steadfast in your success. And you're stable as fuck. Therefore, 
when you're here, your only focus is the greater good of humanity, which yields crazy spiritual downloads, but also you're tapping into your higher self and being, meaning you're growing spiritually. And there you have it. The theory of human motivation explained using the hierarchy of human needs. Like I said, I use this theory day in and day out in everything I do. It's pretty evident to see how powerful these stages are and how much sense they make to our functionality and way of being. Now, I want you to do something. I want you to use the infographic located on my website at www.ravitour.com forward slash allaboutneeds. You'll find the infographic within the full transcript to this episode. Use the infographic to map out what's going on for you. It is totally possible to be caught in different stages at the same time. So maybe you have food and water all under control and you're feeling respected, but you have massive security concerns because you feel like you're living in a tumultuous environment, leaving you feeling unsteady and willing to pack your bags to escape. You see how your focus can totally shift? Sure, there's a ton of things you're capable of doing, but when your needs are not met, you're not focused and you're not accomplishing much. My goal is to help you self-actualize. Be the best you can be while accessing your greatest potential, but before we can do that, you need to be objectively aware of which needs are not being met. So use the infographic in this episode to self-analyze, to see where you are and what needs need to be met for you to self-actualize, living out your greatest potential while accessing your inherent greatness. Thank you so much for listening to Lit. I am so grateful to have you as an audience member. Be sure to visit ravitour.co forward slash blog to join the conversation and access the show notes. Most of all, if this episode sparked a need for massive change in your life, I want you to head over to ravitour.co to take my badass transformational leader quiz to see what type of badass transformational leader you are to create the massive change you want. Last but not least, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate it and leave a review. I hope to catch you on the next episode. Until then, stay lit.